You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I am your host, John Cena Evil here. Let's get right down to it. Started with AEW Dark Elevation. Starts with Abaddon defeating Amy Rose. Uh, Rose making her AEW debut. Uh, she comes from Ring of Honor, mostly as a manager for uh, La Facion and Kunabada, but she does not wrestle much, so uh, it's good to see her wrestle. But Abaddon ends up pinning her quick after hitting the Black Dahlia. We start getting these DraftKings commercials during the AEW Dark that actually have Matt Menard and Angelo Parker in it, so uh, pretty funny stuff if you haven't checked it out. We go to the Ring of Honor six-man tag team championship as Dalton Castle and the boys defend their titles against the Trustbusters, Ari Davari, Slim J, and Jeeves K, who came out with Parker Birdo and Sunny Kiss. Fun but quick match here with Castle pinning Jeeves K after hitting the Bangarang. I uh, recently listened to Ari Davari on the AEW Restricted Podcast, who talked about Tony Khan being a big fan of Entourage. And the Trustbuster is pretty much being based off of that. Uh, that's why his name got shortened from Aria to Ari, kind of like Ari Gold. And their theme song even resembles the Entourage theme song that was done by Jane's Addiction. We go to the third match as Athena defeated Abby Jane. Athena's vicious demeanor continues with her giving vicious punches to the outside and then winning by submission with a crossface and refusing to let go after as the crowd rained down booze for her. Ty Mello defeated Trish Adora. Mello dominated this match. Uh, then she kind of had to stop and give Sammy Guevara some kisses throughout the match, but she ends Adora after hitting the tie KO. Dante Martin defeated Eli Isom. Really good match here with Ian Riccoboni putting um, both of these as the future of AEW Ring of Honor. Uh, Martin was able to squeeze out the victory after hitting the nosedive. The Factory's QT Marshall, Lee Johnson, and Cole Carter defeated Cheeseburger, Logan Easton, LaRue, and Rhett Titus. Um, they came out to Cheeseburger's entrance theme and got a pretty good reaction here in Baltimore. Um, no mention of Carter's alignment with Jay Lethal and his crew after what happened on Dynamite last week with the fake stink thing. And this is Lee Johnson's first match since May um, and after joining the factory last week. Carter gets the pin on Titus after QT hits him with three back-to-back cutters. And then after the match, the factory were cutting a promo on the ring and they get interrupted by this creepy dark video on the screen, kind of like resembling some Bray Wyatt, White Rabbit type stuff, maybe even some House of Black type stuff. It shows a couple random like uh, images, mostly like... Um, 
kind of the screen kind of like bugging out and whatnot. But you do see like one photo of like somebody grabbing what looks like to be a nail off of some floor. So not sure exactly where this is heading to. Uh, but somebody obviously has some beef with QT in the factory. Ortiz and Eddie Kingston defeated Miles Hawkins and Joe Keys. Very quick match here with Kingston making Hawkins submit to the plum stretch. And then after Kingston tried to use a chair on him, but Ortiz stops him. Kip Sabian defeated Alex Reynolds. This match is actually really good, uh, with Reynolds being competitive in this one. Bit back and forth at the end until Sabian reverses Reynolds his roll up, with his own roll-up for the three count. Check this match out. The best friends in Rocky Romero defeated Angelico, the Butcher, and the Blade. Um, not sure what happened during this match, but there was some weird editing towards the end where it kind of just like shows like Rocky jumping to the outside. Uh, and then it kind of cuts to Dan Housen just being magically in the ring as they're kind of like pulling the chair from him. And then he gives a low blow to Blade, uh, followed by Beretta hitting strong zero on him for the pen. Uh, yeah, so wacky editing aside, this was a pretty good match. We go to Tuesday's AEW Dark. This is from Daly's Place, which was taped uh, late in October. We have Zach Clayton defeated Blake Lee, quick with the Fisherman Buster. Kyla Rossi defeated Ashley Dumbois. Uh, Rossi comes out with Diamond Sheik in her first match since August, and only her third match in wrestling overall, as she easily beat Dumbois after hitting a jackhammer. The Guns defeated BK Klein and Jared Diaz. The Guns came out dressed as FTR, even had their theme song, so the crowd was kind of fooled by this. And they actually um, teased Klein and Diaz winning a little bit. Uh, then Klein couldn't figure out who the legal man was at the end, um, but the Guns were just playing possum as Colton hit the Colt 45 on Klein for the pin. And after the match, W. Morrissey, who was in the Guns' corner, gave Klein a choke slam and called himself Big Bill. Peter Avalon defeated Brandon Cutler. This is the classic AEW Dark feud from the early days of Shot in the Dark uh, back in October of 2020. Uh, revisited here. They had three matches back then. that ended in a double countout, double disqualification, until Cutler finally got the win in a no-DQ, no-countout match. They teased countouts and DQs again in this match. They even teased a time-limited draw. Uh, the women get involved. Leva Bates comes out to stop Avalon. All types of uh, stuff going on in this match. But Avalon was finally able to get a win on Cutler after reversing a uh, roll-up with his own roll-up for the pen. Not sure if this feud will continue to the end of time. QT Marshall and Colt Carter defeated the Blondes. This was a fun match, but at the end, QT rolls up Griff Garrison while holding the tights for the win. A lot of rolls up on AEW Dark this week. Anna JAS defeated Sio Nieves. Uh, Jay came out here by herself, and she won pretty easily with the Queen Slayer. Kip Sabian gets another victory, this time defeated Marcus Cross in a dominant fashion. Athena defeated Diamante, hard-hitting match here from these two, who I don't think have wrestled before, but I wouldn't mind seeing them run this back. Uh, as Athena hits a lung blower for the pin, and then after the match, she hit a super kick on Diamante, continuing this heel turn. Powerhouse Hobb defeated Rico Gonzalez with a big spine buster. Very easy work from Powerhouse. Dark Order's Evil Uno, John Silver, and Alex Reynolds defeated Troy Hollywood, Fulton, and Ativalu. Uh, Fulton being the former Sawyer Fulton from Impact, as well as Madman, Ful Madman Fulton from NXT. He's making his AEW debut here. And as Excalibur was doing his rundown, uh, Reynolds and Silver hit their suplex jackknife combo cover on Hollywood for the win in a really quick match. Eddie Kingston and Ortiz defeated A.R. Fox and Khaled Conley. A little bit of a renewed rivalry here between Kingston and Fox back from their evolved wrestling days. Pretty easy win here with Ortiz hitting Conley with a fisherman bomb for the pin. And then Kingston put a dragon sleeper on Fox after the match, but Ortiz was able to pull him off. Tony Storm and Hikaru Shida defeated Emi Sakura and Mei Suruga. Uh, this match was hella fun as Sakura and Suruga are really good as a tag team. Really fun to watch. But Shida ends up ending the match by hitting Suruga with the katana for the pin. In the main event here, 
Blackpool Combat Clubs, Claudio Castagnoli and Willie Yuta, defeated Cesar Bononi and Ryan Nemeth. Uh, William Regal was flirting with Excalibur on commentary, as always. And it was the first time that Claudio and Nemeth had shared a ring since their FCW days back in 2011. And then Regal talks about how he discovered Bononi at the South American Wrestling Tournament at the Comic-Con in Brazil after sitting through three days of the tournament. Another fun match here with Claudio making Nemeth submit to the sharpshooter. Uh, there was a match filmed between Dante Martin and Matt Seidel versus Dragon Gates, La Estrella, and SB Kento that I was looking forward to watch, but it ultimately got cut. It seems to be due to Estrella banging his head on the guardrail early in the match during a flip to the outside, and he was bleeding pretty badly, so I guess it was bad enough for them to not air this match at all. From 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day. Text that hilarious joke about your boss to your boss. What? No, no. Try a $4 Coors Light Tall. Set your morning alarm for 6 p.m. That calls for $5 strawberry margaritas. So if you ask your phone why you're still single and... Ha, ha, ha. Seriously? Head to Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour from 3 to 6. At participating locations, taxes and fees apply. Dine-in only. Drink responsibly. Offers vary by location. Void where prohibited. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This holiday, whether you're making a Kroger Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for 2 Kroger has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup, so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy 5 or more participating items and save $1 each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. We go to Impact Wrestling, and before the Impact, we have an X-Division first-round match as PJ Black defeated Yuri Uramura. This is Black, the former Justin Gabriel's first appearance on Impact since July 2015, um, where he dropped the King of the Mountain title against Bobby Roode. And then Black is able to get the pin here after hitting a modified Crucifix Bomb and will face Black Taurus in the semifinals next week. We go to the main show where we have another X-Division title tournament first-round match as Speedball Mike Bailey defeated Kenny King. King is on his own here after shedding his Honor No More gimmick. This is a real fun back-and-forth match with Bailey rolling up King at the end for the pen, and we'll face Trey Miguel next week on the semifinals. The Motor City Machine Guns were talking to Josh Alexander backstage and told him that he can't fully trust Bully Ray just like everybody else has been telling him. We go backstage where Giselle Shaw is handing back some pictures of her holding a knockouts title from last week. But they get upset at her and they pretty much just break up with Shaw. And Diana Peraza says that now that they dropped a dead weight, Chelsea Green can retire Mickey James next week when she beats her. Savannah Evans defeated Jessica, Tasha Steeles, Rosemary, and Ty Valkyrie all get involved on the outside. But Evans was able to hit the full Nelson slam for the win. We get a video from Killer Kelly, who's looking for some fresh meat to play with, and she runs into indie wrestler Sandra Moon, who's backstage. It looks like that will be an upcoming match. 
Eddie Edwards issues a challenge earlier early in the show for PCL and is seen waiting for him in some deserted dark place somewhere outside. Uh, Steve Macklin cuts a promo saying that he's being the best Impact has had to offer, and people politic their way into getting title shots while he's and he's now he's done waiting for his spot and he will take it. Matt Cardona and Brian Myers are backstage talking about how they're going to win the tag team titles as Myers says, say my name. And of course, Joe Henry appears and challenges Myers for the digital media title. We go back to the Eddie Edwards uh, outside in the graveyard as PCO shows up and they start fighting outside cinematic style. Eddie uses a rock and suplexes PCO onto another rock. And then PCO comes back and chokeslams Eddie on this big rock. But Eddie is able to come back with a shovel and puts PCO in a hole that he dug up. Before covering it all up with dirt and rocks, so um, it looks like this might be the end of this feud, or at least uh, for the time being. Taylor Wilde and Mickey James are backstage, where James says that first she has to beat Chelsea Chelsea Green, and then she will have her match with Tyler Wilde. Uh, Taylor says that she would like to be in Mickey's corner for the match, but Mickey politely declines it. Sammy Callahan defeated Eric Young by disqualification. Callahan was about to go for the Cactus Driver 97, but the ring gets surrounded by those violent by design yellow hooded men. They all come in and they attack Callahan, causing disqualification. And then two of them are revealed to be Alan Angels and Big Con, the former Connor from Ascension. So now Violent by Design includes former members of spooky stables such as Dark Order, Sanity, and The Ascension. Jordan Grace goes into her locker room and she sees pics of Giselle Shaw holding a title all over her wall. Jai Videl is there and says that he is Giselle Shaw's executive stylist and content creator. But Grace just tosses him down and says that if Giselle wants her title, she can fight her next week. Austin, uh, Ace Austin defeated Moose. Uh, Bully Ray came down towards the end, which distracted Moose, who said that he will show him how to be a scumbag. But as soon as he went for the spear, Austin moves out of the way. And after Moose goes into the turnbuckle, Austin rolls him up for the pin. Josh Alexander and Frankie Kazarian defeated Aussie Open. Very good tag team match here with Kazarian getting the pin on Mark Davis after hitting a slingshot cutter. Kazarian picks up the world title at the end and puts it on Alexander's shoulder. Uh, both Alexander and Kazarian's families were sitting ringside for this match. On Women of Wrestling, we have a third round match in the tag team title tournament as Miami Sweet Heat defeats Andrea Gambino and Gigi Gianni. Penelope Pink defeats Commander Sahara Spars with some help on the outside from Lana Starr after hitting the PK for the win. In another wild tag team title tournament match, this one was a eliminator match. Coach Campanelli and Randy Rara defeated Jesse Jones and a disciplinarian after the coach blew her whistle, and Randy rolled up the disciplinarian for the pen. Raina Del Rey and Wrecking Ball, who is Heidi Howitzer, making her woman of wrestling debut. Uh, this match ends up being a double countout. NWA USA, we have a special show hosted by the Cardonas, Matt Cardona and Chelsea Green. In a non-title match, Homicide defeated Chris Sines uh, by submission with a Boston Crab that he calls the Brooklyn Bridge. And Angelina Love defeated Ella Envy with the Botox injection. Uh, the show ends with a replay from NWA 74 Night 1 where La Rebellion defeated Hawks IRE for the vacant NWA tag team titles. And then when we go to Matt Cardona and Chelsea Green who are being upset that they didn't show any of their matches. And they talk about how they're going to win the world titles respectively. NWA Power, this is a go-home show for hard times in New Orleans as Camille and Kylan Kang teamed up before facing each other to defeat the Hex after Camille hit Marty Bell with a spear. Odinson defeated Father. There was a lot of edited commentary for this match, which I'm guessing is them removing any references to Nick Aldis, who Odinson was supposed to wrestle at hard times 3. But Odinson gets the pin after hitting a pounce on Father. Taya Valkyrie defeated Maddie after hitting a roll to Valhalla. And in the main event, Doug Williams, Kratos, and the Pope face off against Tom Latimer, Tyrus, and Trevor Murdoch. This match ends in a no contest after everybody gets involved, including Aaron Stevens, the question mark, uh, the Cardonas. And the show ends with Tyrus Murdoch and Matt Cardona having a face-off ahead of the triple threat match at Hard Times in New Orleans, which I will have a report on Pulse Wrestling this coming Saturday. On NXT Level Up, Ivy now defeated Sol Ruka. Nice finish here with Ivy catching Ruka, bouncing off the ropes into the Dragon Sleeper that she now calls the Diamond Chain Lock as Ruka taps out. 
Hank Walker defeated Miles Bourne. Commentary says that both of these guys uh, have known each other for a while as they're both from North Carolina. Uh, they go way back even from middle school, they said, as Walker gets the pen after hitting Bourne with a running forearm. Oro Mensa making his level-up debut defeated Zion Quinn. Good showing here, winning after hitting a spinning heel kick in the corner for the pen. New Japan Strong has Christopher Daniels defeated Rocky Romero. Uh, Bateman jo- joined Ian Riccoboni and Alice Kozlov for commentary for the show. Good back-and-forth action here, but Daniels was able to roll up Rocky and put his feet on the ropes for the tainted victory. We have a strong openweight tag team title and number one contendership fatal four-way match as Stray Dog Army's Barrett Brown and Mysterio defeated the DKC and Kevin Knight. Bad Dude Tito and Shane Hayes of TMDK and the West Coast Wrecking Crew. This match was pretty wild and all over the place, but Barry Brown was able to get the pin on DKC at the end after a pump kick, lunk blower combo from him and Mysterioso. So it looks like we'll be getting Stray Dog Army versus Motor City Machine Guns, which should be a fun match. In the main event here, Hiroshi Tanahashi defeated Gabriel Kidd. Uh, Kidd had a video promo before the match saying that um, him and Tanahashi are pretty close, but tonight they're not going to be eating any pizza. They're going to be wrestling. And he talks about how he's the current ace of this crop, just like Tanahashi was, but now it's his turn to take over. Great match here with Tanahashi hitting the high flow, uh, high fly flow for the win, but Kidd definitely showed off for this one, and after the match, they both kind of embraced with each other. WWE main event has Kiana James defeated Dana Brooke, a rematch from last week, but this time Kiana came out on top after tossing her bag into the ring. And as the referee goes to grab it, Kiana gives uh, Dana an eye gouge to roll over for the win. Uh, pretty bad week for Dana Brooke here. First, she loses her this match, and then she loses a 24-7 title, and then Nikki Cross throws it in the garbage. So, poor Dana. We have segments backstage where Juan Wagner and Duke Hudson challenge R-Truth and Shelton Benjamin. But Truth says that Shelton didn't show up, so he asked little Jimmy to be his partner. But he ran off. And then the main event here, R-Truth and Shelton Benjamin defeated Von Wagner and Duke Hudson. Uh, match started as a handicap match as Shelton didn't show up at first, but he does eventually come to Truth's corner towards the end. And then Truth and Shelton work together, uh, hitting double-team moves for the Truth to pin Dudson, uh, Hudson to win the match. Uh, this obviously was taped before Truth got injured, so sadly it looks like um, this storyline with him and Shelton might have to be put on pause, and we hope for the best for Truth as he goes through his recovery after getting injured. WWE Network Editions of the Week were an, an episode of ICW Fight Club, as well as Progress Chapter 145, which included matches from Anthony Ogogo, Nina Samuels, Eddie Dennis, Mark Andrews, and Millie McKenzie. That is it for me this week. You guys can catch me here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark. Right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard-to-recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things with a program that complements your regular recycling. Because plastics can be so much more. Give this trash the second chance it was hoping hard-to-recycle plastics can be so much more. Participate in the Hefty Energy Bag Program, happening in your neighborhood today. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 
21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. One one twenty three. Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO.